Hi, I'm Beck Rayner and this is the Military Wife Life Podcast, a podcast that celebrates, empowers, supports and embraces the women behind the military men by building connections, acknowledging our strength, focusing on self-care and our mental health. Let's do this together. This episode of Military Wife Life is proudly brought to you by Defence Bank. Serving those who protect us, Defence Bank have the largest on-base branch network with 37 locations around Australia. They have Army, Air Force and Navy covered. To find your closest branch, visit defencebank.com.au. Welcome, Brooke, to the Military Wife Life podcast. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. So you have been together with your husband for nine and a half years. Can you tell me how you and your partner met? Yes, so Luke and I met in high school. I was best friends with his older sister and he was the grade below me at our school's brother school. So we kind of met through his sister. Okay, so when obviously you met, he wasn't joining defence. Did he have any intention of finishing school and then going into the Defence Force or how was he approaching that and did you know that he wanted to join Defence? So he wanted to finish school so he finished high school and then started a carpentry apprenticeship. He finished that and he'd always spoken to me about joining the army but I wasn't particularly keen on the idea so he never really pushed it until eventually he just wouldn't stop talking about wanting to join the army after he was qualified carpenter. So yeah eventually I kind of was got sick of hearing about him wanting to apply and said, well, you better hurry up and apply and do it. And yeah, he got in. Going into that, you had previously not wanted him to pursue that. What made you change your mind about him going forward with an application? So we had our daughter in 2017 and after about, she was about a year old and I was like, it was really contradictory of me to be saying to her, go follow your dreams and trying to be that good parent of pushing her and where she wants to go but then turn around to Luke and be saying no you have to stay in carpentry or doing a job you don't love every day and so once I'd kind of come to that realization I thought it's really not fair for me to keep doing that and that's why I was like he better apply and then then it's in the army's hands not my hands anymore. So what was your initial hesitation was it just that you thought that he would be away a lot or what was it that you that sort of made you say first off no I don't want you to join the army we have no connections to defense force at all on either sides of our family only very few friends have joined defense force so we didn't really have an idea of what it was but the general consensus I'd gathered was they're away a lot and it's a huge strain on your relationships and yeah I just wasn't sure that I was ready to sign up for that kind of thing yeah, at least you were obviously thinking about it and taking your time to, to make that decision together, I guess. Luke was really good about making sure that I was on board and he kept saying he won't do anything until I give my tick of approval on it. And even now continues to say our family is more important than defence. So if, yeah, he wasn't going to do that without my full consent and approval and for me to want to come along with him. Yeah, so you're going into it with the foundation of your family is what's most important and if you were to reassess and and it wasn't working for you guys you would discuss it and talk about what your future plans would be as a family as opposed to going into it without even having discussed that yes i think we're very lucky in that way that we've come in as a couple making the decisions about everything he has to do kind of thing is it's not just him 
doing whatever makes him happy. He's happy to come home, have a chat and work out, you know, what's going to work for all three, four of us and make our family life really easy. What does the near future hold for your husband's position and his job? Does it take him away a lot? What's coming up with postings? How is it working with that? So Luke's just finished at Singleton in March this year. So we've just posted to Adelaide. And so we're expected to be here for at least the next three years. At this stage, I'm not aware of any deployments, but I guess eventually that is something we will face. But yeah, at this stage, just field exercises, I think will be our biggest hurdle. And so how have you found it so far being a spouse? Because it's been doing it for under two years, but enough to get a true taste of what it's like to be a defence family and a spouse. How have you found it? Really good. I've actually really enjoyed everything that's come with defence life. I think that for us, because Luke and I got together basically straight out of high school, we've lived and grown up together this whole time. So the only times we've been separated now is since he's kind of joined defence and that's allowed both of us to have a bit of space to work out who we are as individuals but still be a part of a strong couple. And I think it's that the community that comes with defence is really strong. Whereas I think when sometimes you're a civilian, it can be really hard to, you know, when you're moving around just to make new connections and all that sort of stuff, whereas defence life kind of comes with a bit of a network that you can slip into if you need to or want to. When you moved to your first posting location, what did you do to sort of become part of the defence community? Was it just that you were sort of feeling your way through or did you make contact with any support services or the community house? How have you been going on that side of things? So when we first posted to, we went to Canberra first and we lived at Duntroon on base. So that was really great for me to be right there surrounded by other defence families and I made use of the Duntroon Community Centre and all of the Facebook pages that are around just trying to be included in all of them to kind of see what's happening, what things can I go along to, what things are great for me as as a person and also for our daughter Nicole, what can she go and join and I think the Community Centre and the Facebook pages were amazing for me. With you and your husband being so young, how did you find living at Duntroon and your partner going through his course and with other people doing the course that are young and maybe are not married and don't have a child at that stage? How did you find that your husband juggled being in that sort of world, but then also coming home to you guys while he was doing all of that? That was probably something and probably something we still struggle with now is being married with a kid, whereas a lot of other people at his position are single and childless. So yeah, I think we were really lucky that we slipped in with a group of friends who were also married with kids. And that was really appealing for us to have that support network of people understanding that it's not all about just going out and drinking on weekends or whatever they want to do. There's a whole family aspect as well that had to be taken into consideration. And the pulls that that had on Luke, I think while he was studying, he was really trying hard to make sure he would come home every lunchtime to see Nicole because otherwise he was leaving before she was getting out of bed and he wasn't getting back until after she was in bed. So he would come home at lunch times and make sure that he spent that hour playing with her, eating lunch with her, giving me probably an hour's break. So yeah, so that he could juggle both things. But I think it was and is a huge strain on us even still trying to balance the workload versus family load. But on the flip side, I guess it would have been a good thing for you because a lot of the support is tailored towards 
mums and or spouses that have kids. So on the flip side, you weren't going into it as being a, like a young couple without kids and and not knowing where you fit in with the support because that network was there for you. Definitely, definitely very lucky to have Nicole. I think she, yeah, opened probably a lot more doors and it made it a lot easier for me to meet people and also having a kid being a distraction while Luke was away for those first couple of months where it was really tough where we'd moved somewhere new and we didn't know anyone. You know, when the days were too hard to leave the house, it was good to have Nicole to have those distractions and for her to pull me out of the house, make me go to the playground, all that sort of stuff. How did you envision life and career working alongside Defence Life? You mentioned you moved to Canberra and you already had a child, but what were you thinking would happen career-wise for you once you went back to work and I guess you're going into it not knowing which location you'll you'll be at by the time you go back to work? So I was really lucky that our the employer I had before Luke joined Defence allowed me to just transfer to remote work. So that meant they handed me a laptop and I posted wherever we posted with Luke and I can continue working. So that was really lucky that I didn't ever have to look for employment in Canberra or Adelaide so far. But yeah, that did come with some pretty big negatives of being isolated because you are working from home, you're working remotely. So there's no interactions with the locals or with the local job market and stuff like that. So yeah, very lucky that I still was able to work, but did come with negatives. Within that position, is there the ability to be promoted into other positions or when you eventually post to other locations, continue to take it with you? How is that going to work with your employer? Are they fairly open to giving you the same benefits that any face-to-face employee would have? I think they are open to it, but I think they're a very small firm of about eight people. So there's very limited opportunities for me to really grow too big or take on too much and I am their only remote worker as well so we are still kind of working through that how do you go from face to face to remote what kind of work can be given to a remote worker all that sort of stuff so but yeah they so far I think we do intend to be working together long term Hey, Military Wife Life community. I wanted to take this opportunity to tell you a little bit about the Defence Bank Foundation and the great work they're doing in the defence community. The foundation raises funds to support serving and ex-serving ADF members living with injuries or illnesses such as post-traumatic stress disorder. In 2019, the sole beneficiary of the foundation was the Defence Community Dogs Program, a specialised dog training program which rescues abandoned dogs and trains them through correctional services. 40 service dogs have been trained and given to veterans since the Defence Bank Foundation was established. The program gives dogs, inmates and veterans a second chance at life. And had you and your husband spoken about having more kids and how they would fit into defence life and postings? You had your first child before he was in defence. So what? how do you envision having more children and, and how that will work alongside defence life? So we'd always wanted to have lots of kids. We always jokingly said we wanted seven or 11 kids. We were trying before Luke joined defence and I don't know that we really took into consideration postings or even how much defense life may affect even our ability to get pregnant, let alone the parenting side of it once the kid arrived. But we definitely wanted more and we're very much trying. 
And with your husband, obviously he's on his first posting and you're feeling your way through being a defence family and all that that entails and him starting at his job and all that goes with that. Have you got a general posting plan for, okay, well, we'll be here for a couple of years and then this could be the next location or are you just basically open to whatever presents itself? How are you sort of going into the next sort of future postings? I think we're very open to see what happens and where we could go. We're very open to traveling to wherever it needs to be or wherever we want to go. We probably just don't want to go back to Brisbane, but otherwise any other location in Australia or the world, we're pretty open to at this stage. You had made use of the support and I guess the networks that are available to spouses in Canberra. Have you reached out and made use of any of the support for spouses in Adelaide? Yes, so far I've made use of the Facebook pages and unfortunately we got here just as COVID was hitting. So we haven't been able to get in contact with the community centre yet or I haven't been allowed to get on base yet to kind of look at that. But as things are starting to open up now with with the easing of restrictions with COVID, I'm hoping to get in touch with the community centre and get more involved there with their playgroups and all the groups that they run to kind of yeah get back into the defence community down here. And how important do you see having a a spouse network or or support from other spouses? Because I guess sometimes new defence partners can either go, you know, two ways. They can stay distant from the support and sort of be too nervous to get involved or maybe they have a job, you know, Monday to Friday and they don't have time or they don't have a need for it as yet. But how important do you feel, because obviously you've reached out fairly early on in your spouse journey, how important do you see having a support network around you of people that sort of get it? I see it as vitally important. For me, it's having those people who not just understand maybe what Luke is doing at work or when he is away, but it's understanding all the other aspects of defence life, whether it be even just how to deal with toll when the new posting order comes through or being far away from your family and traditional support network. I think, yeah, having that defence community for me is really important. And I even for Nicole, I really want her to have that. We've already had past issues with daycares not understanding that Luke was away and they would say really silly things like are you seeing dad tonight and I'd have to try and say dad's away for three months like you can't bring that up to a two-year-old so yeah it was things where I like I wanted her to have those people who understand that dad's going to be away and maybe how she would react to that and then even how I will react to Nicole reacting to that and all that sort of stuff so for me having that defense network I think is really important and really has made my life easier of having people understand that Luke is away or the strains that he's under and the flow-on effect that might have at home. So what support or information do you wish had been offered to you when you were just a new spouse? So when Luke just signed on that dotted line and and you overnight became a defence family, what sort of information did you wish had been offered to you or support had been offered to you initially? I think any more formal information from Defence about the support networks that would be available or the resources that are available to families. For us, we didn't, not coming from a defence background, we didn't know anything. And when you speak to people, you either hear really good reviews of defence communities or you hear really terrible things. And so for me, it was not having anything kind of handed to me to say, 
this is what's happening. These are the resources you can reach out to. And or things being passed on to Luke, which maybe wasn't relevant for him because he walked into a set up support network of co-workers and understanding chain of command and all that, whereas I had no idea about that or who I could and couldn't talk to or reach out to or what's available to families as versus what's available to just the serving member. So I wish they'd been more just kind of directly given, either posted to our house or directly given to us as a family to say, this is what you can access or these are the things that are in the area that maybe you should take advantage of when you first start out. So how did you find that information out then? I'm just an avid researcher and I was just on those Facebook pages typing in any type of variation of defence, military, army, <laughs> yeah. um, anything just on there trying to find groups and information and advice about how to do this defence life or the mistakes maybe other people have made who are saying don't do the same thing I did kind of thing. So I was driven by my desire to want our defence life to work and work really well. And instead of just fumbling through for however many years or however long before you accessed or found that network or the support or the information that you needed. I wanted to really start on the right foot and because this is Willis Luke's dream, you know, I figured the best thing I could do was jump in with two feet and work out what we can do, how we do it and set ourselves up to try and really make this work long-term rather than kind of going into a really short-term negative mind space about it. Yeah, so instead of, I guess, when that information or that support wasn't initially offered to you or, you know, sort of given to you in this special Bible of how to be a defence spouse, you empowered yourself to to find that information out instead of just sitting back and going and, and throwing your hands up. You actively sought out that information. Definitely. And I think that would be a huge recommendation to anyone starting out with a defence member or starting with defence community is to just really jump out there and see, just get really research, look around and see what kind of things suit you, what groups are out there or like you don't have to get involved in the defence community so much. But if you're aware of what is there for those times when maybe you want to find those people who do just get it. So what have you done for yourself, I guess, to make life a little bit easier as a defence spouse? Sometimes we're juggling a lot and we're handling everything back home and, and the kids and obviously working from home and all that comes with, you know, posting to a new location and all that. And our partners are, are doing their thing and doing their training or just learning the ropes in, in their new posting. So what have been some of the things that you might have done to make your life a little bit easier as a spouse? I think my biggest thing was just not worrying about what might happen next week or what field exercise might, you know, Luke will come home and say he might be going out field in three months' time. That's not a right now worry. Just having to work out what will affect me right now and what can I do to solve today's problem. But I was saying it's little things like just trying to keep busy and just being okay with having to ride the defence roller coaster of what will and won't happen and and just deal with it as it comes along. And mental health-wise, how do you look after your mental health? Um, I like to have some time to myself, whether it's just making after Nicole's in bed, just making sure I get to watch my favourite TV shows for a bit or just going for a walk and also reaching out to other people who understand or just having a chat to someone about just what's going on and you know making sure that I can keep my head clear for my own benefit but also for the benefit of our family as a whole. How would you say that your partner feels like you've been 
coping as a spouse? Has he recognized the fact that, you know, going from being a civilian family to a defense family is, is a huge change and a lot of that does fall on your shoulders with coping and dealing with your daughter and solo parenting and that huge change that you've made as well because of him following his dream. Has he said anything to you in regards to recognizing all that you're doing? Yes, I think he does recognize and he's, he does try to show how much he really appreciates it and his ability to be able to rely on me to do things when he is away or not, or just those little things, you know, changing the light bulb myself. I think you know, he appreciates not having to come home and change five light bulbs. But yeah, I think he does appreciate how hard it has been for me and he's really active in trying to find me a support network as well. Like even at his current posting, you know, I'll be like, oh, so who's in your unit or you know do they have families and he's really out there like yeah this person's got a family we can catch up and have barbecues and I think he's trying really hard as well to find the right people that we can fall in with and be friends with and make sure that I have the support that I need as well as much as he needs the support at work. Yeah because obviously him being feeling secure in that you're happy and supported and having a, a good time with it allows him to go forward and do his job without you know the worries of feeling like you're not having a great time living this defense life and he's kind of said that like if he can if he knows that I've got a support network and that I'm happy he doesn't have to worry about us when he leaves in the morning to go to work he's not worried about what he's going to come home to or when he goes out field for a couple of weeks he doesn't panic about whether I will be a mess when I come when he comes home he just knows I'm going to be okay because We've worked hard to try and create a network where we're going to be okay. So what have you learned along the way of being a spouse for the last 18 months? What can you tell other spouses that might just be starting on that journey now? Mindset seems to be very important. I think you can walk into this thinking, and it's the way I walked in, was that defence was taking my husband away, that I was very upset the day that he enlisted and had to give his oath and I guess, allegiance to the Queen, that really upset me because I was thinking it, you're breaking our marriage vows, like you promised me forever and in sickness and in health and now you're agreeing to not perhaps be there with those moments. So I really struggled at the start, but I think having the mindset of, yes, it's hard, but there is a positive from this or, you know, how can you as an individual grow from that or the mindset just needs to shift. If you can shift your mindset from a really negative aspect and try and find the positive in it I think that helps those really hard days tick by if you have something you can just change your mindset on it and I guess just looking at it as in defense is a mistress that you know about (laughs) like like you said you're bringing this into our marriage sort of thing it's like yeah you know obviously defense becomes like their other partner sort of thing like it's part of your family it's part of their lives it's entrenched sort of thing but you know about them it's not a secret (laughs) Yes, definitely. That's definitely the best description of it. This mistress is sometimes very needy. Yes. As opposed to how needy I have. <laughs> yeah. Always having last minute needs that need to be met. And sadly, sometimes they take priority over our needs as a family. But yeah, it's that positive mindset of, but this is what Luke wants to do for me. You know, if, if he's outfield for two weeks and it's hard, at the end of the day, he is still happy going to work. And that is so much more important than any minor little thing I might be upset about at home. 
I so hope you were able to relate or take something away from today's episode. There are definite ups and downs to military life, but let's get the conversation happening so we can see that we are all in this together. We are all just doing our best. So until next week, you got this. Let's do this together one day at a time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this episode has touched you, helped you, or given you that extra confidence to keep going, to continue to hold down the home front, to continue to do all the things, I would so appreciate it if you could pop into Apple Podcasts and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review, a comment about what you would like to hear more of, or just some encouraging words. If you want to suggest a guest, I am always looking for new people to talk to. You can do that by jumping over to the website www.militarywifelife.com.au and clicking on our podcast page. I would love to hear from you. 